Well, hello. Hello, everyone. So this is going to be our third time trying to do the first episode. Third time's the charm, right? Sure. (laughs) On that note, I'm Catherine. And I'm Megan. And we're two (laughs) Two drunk drunk roommates. roommates. Very drunk at this point. I don't think I'm drunk. I think I'm sleep deprived. We're drunk on, like, sleep deprivation. Yeah, because the first time, we just didn't like the intro, so we're like, we're going to do it again. Second time, we got 30 (laughs) minutes in and realized our mic was off. So we're feeling great, feeling cute, you know. Feeling very thriving. <laughs> very thriving. You know. Young so, and thriving. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, I guess this is our first episode. We're going to have some issues. Hopefully, second episode, we'll just have them ironed out. As much as, much as possible. We're learning. It's going to be know, like an iron stuff. that has like weighs like 20 pounds and it's like, er, it doesn't go anywhere. If the iron doesn't work. We'll steam it out. You know, we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. Um, but so where we are, like, not necessarily from, I'm from good old Wichita, Kansas, but where we're at or where we're recording is good old ICT. Yeah. 316, Mr. Wichita. <laughs> um, I am not from here. No. I'm from a really small town of Allen, Kansas. And if anyone knows where that is, I'm honestly presently surprised. We're proud of you. Very proud of you. Proud Unless of you're you. in my family, then it does not count. Yeah, we're no longer proud of you. So, like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're still proud, but on a different... You got... I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Okay. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that line in my family oh, for so long. Oh, my God. But, um, <sighs> so what I do in the daytime yeah. is I'm a marketing... Um, professional i work in marketing i, I thought you should saying, stop I'm, it. I'm a marketing no yeah i thought about it because my brain went what's english and i go good question um but yeah so i work in marketing um and then i have one little fur baby named toby on that note if you hear any barking i am so sorry or tag jingling anything any sounds i'm sorry yeah. Because he was outside with our boyfriends, but our boyfriends left to go get us ice cream because we were suffering. Because <laughs> <laughs> we realized we didn't actually record for 30 minutes. And so he is being left alone right now, so he might lose his mind. Just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit of marble losing. Nothing crazy. You know. He'll fit right in. It'll <laughs> be great. Um, and then... Things that I'm interested in, so you guys can know, know a bit more about me. Um, I love watching videos on YouTube, like cooking videos or like Chris Clemens, you know, stuff like that. Um, I love baking and cooking. Um, and then I love a good craft or, you know, HGTV episode. Mm. I'm very much a 35-year-old white woman at heart. So Yeah. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I can attest to that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have. I'm I'm 21, but I have the energy of a 35 year old white woman. But I am not a Karen because Karens suck. You are not actually. I know a cool Karen. That's all right. Well, actually, never mind. I know a cool Karen because my boyfriend's. Okay, we know two cool Karens. The Woo! rest of them can you know suck it. Honestly, but... I probably know a lot of cool Karens, but you probably just slipped my mind because all I can think about are the mean Karens. <laughs> I'm sorry that I we only to, know right now. Two, two I used Karens. to work in food service 
Mm-hmm. I only remember the mean people because mm-hmm. I felt so bad that I wasn't nice enough, even if it wasn't my fault. Well, you know, they were kind of rude, so you don't really yeah. have them anyways. So that's the tea. Yeah. Um, trying to think of anything else about me. What about you? Let's talk, let's talk about, you want to talk about, about me? Ah, a little more about me. Let's talk about you, baby. Talk about you and me. That is not how that song goes, but okay. Listen, I rewrote it so it would be PG for the kids. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so my day job is actually a night job. I work third shift as a CNA. I I really do love my job, but there's the working nights is kind of hard. <laughs> I'm really tired all the time. Mm-hmm. And you've been up for over... 24 hours at yeah. this point. Yeah. Oh, I have been up since 4 o'clock Tuesday. Mm-hmm. 4 o'clock Tuesday afternoon, and it is now 9.30 on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. I am running on caffeine and the will to power on. A caffeine and a dream. <laughs> yes, honestly. Uh, I also have a fur baby, um, but it is a cat. His name is Ziggy. Mm-hmm. He's a king. He's a king. He likes to perch in places he's not supposed to. Um, but he is a cute little furball who is either napping or destroying everything in my room. There is no in-between. There is no in-between. But I love him, I swear. Um, I feel like everyone says that, like, about a cat. They're like, oh, like, someone's like, oh, your cat's so cute. I think that's why people love cats, so that way they can tell you that it's an asshole. Yeah, honestly, because everyone's like, oh, your cat's so cute. I'm like, oh, but he's an asshole. You don't understand. That's every cat owner's favorite thing to do. Yeah, they're like, here's what the asshole thing he did today. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. You go, I was trying to compliment you. (laughs) Yeah, you did did it to me. You're like, oh, he's so cute. I'm like, yeah, he was an ass. He, like, chewed up something in my room. And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but let's see a little bit more about me. I'm a very mediocre photographer, which if you follow our Instagram, you'll see some of those mediocre pics. At two drunk roommates. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. YouTube. The same. Oh, yeah. YouTube. We do have a YouTube. It's really just going to be the audio for right now. We're debating posting a couple videos. So yeah. Can like get to without, like, not podcast related. I mean, it could be, but, like, Well, like, a couple really. videos might not be. We have stuff in the works, which is what we'll everyone loves to say. Every we'll creator loves to say it. Figure it out. We have stuff in the works. We can't talk about it yet, though. <laughs> but I am also somehow a 35-year-old woman at heart, but I have the body of an 80-year-old. I crack every time I move. <laughs> yeah, and... it's not that she has saggy skin. No, no, no. <laughs> my, <laughs> my skin is lovely. It's in my joints. It's in my joints. <laughs> She's Gosh. a look 80. <laughs> she just I look, I'm currently sitting wrapped in a blanket right now, like a quilted blanket, and I'm mm-hmm. about to put on my glasses so I can read a story, so I will look 80. So um, that's the joy. But yeah. besides, like, knowing a little bit more about you, Meg, how was your yeah. week? What all, what all went down? Oh, all right. Well. Because <laughs> we had some exciting week today. Speaking I was about of- to say weeks, and I was like, that sentence doesn't make sense, so it's fine. We're tired. It's fine. It's fine. English is hard. Um, so back on the Ziggy's cute but an asshole. Yes. He got outside of the apartment without any of us knowing. Mm-hmm. And was outside for like 30 to 45 minutes until your boyfriend was like, hey, that looks like your cat. And then yeah. like we're all like, wait, where is the cat? And we had to all chase the cat, pick him up, get him back inside. And now he only wants to go outside. 
But he likes walks, so he it's likes not surprising walks. that he wants to be outside. But his, I had to get rid of his old harness, mm-hmm. and thankfully you had one. Yes, I had an extra one. But he will be going on walks soon, so hopefully he stops meowing every 20 minutes to go back outside. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Yeah. And then I also lost my birth certificate to renew my license. It's not lost, misplaced. This Sorry, yes, mom. Yes, PSA, mom, I not did not lost. lose it. It's just misplaced. I recently I recently moved. We'll yeah. comment on that. Yeah, I recently moved. Move. So yeah. there's several places it could be. It is not lost. I'll find it. But so I have my old picture on my new license because I renewed it online because I needed to for my job as a CNA, have an up-to-date uh, driver's license. And this was right at the beginning of COVID. So like everything was closed, like everything was closed. So on my brand new ID that says I'm 21, <laughs> I look 14. <laughs> and so I get so much shit from people like, no, is this a fake? And I'm like, no. <laughs> No. I think I'd willingly walk around with my 14-year-old face plastered like, on a car. I already look 12. Like, my face looks like a 12-year-old. But she has the body of an 80-year-old. Don't forget that. <laughs> with the saggy skin and all. <laughs> so, it's just, it's it's been great. Mm-hmm. But I know you had a very exciting week. Oh, Tell I did me too. I did too. Mine, my problems didn't necessarily continue in the week, but That's wow, true. did they come in like a, like, just a sledgehammer in the beginning. So yeah. I get up, you know, Monday, just casual, take my dog out, nothing crazy. And I get a text from my bank asking if I made this purchase. And the purchasing question was two cheap escorts in San Diego, totally $90 including tax. And on one hand, I was hurt that my debit card information got stolen. And on the other hand, I was hurt that they bought such cheap escorts. <laughs> I said, um, what is such a card? <laughs> like, I will say this, though. At least they didn't buy, like, $200 escorts. They were like, uh, maybe she doesn't have that much money. <laughs> like, we'll be nice. We won't steal at all. I mean, they really should have. I, I don't even know if they even know what my credit, what my credit card, what my debit card looks like. Because it does have my college mascot on it. So you would think that'd be a clue, like. She's poor. <laughs> you know, like, um, she doesn't have money. It's like, we have enough money to pay bills. And cheap alcohol. And, and cheap alcohol. There's a reason We have priorities. There's a reason it's cheap alcohol. There is. There is. Speaking On that note, that, Barefoot Moscato, if you're listening to this. We love you. <laughs> hit us up. Okay, DMs I, are always open. <laughs> DMs are always open. Anytime. Always open for you, baby. We will respond so fast. No. <laughs> But on the uh, topic of cheap alcohol, what are you drinking tonight? Um, well, I am enjoying the rest of my wine from dinner um, and then sipping a little bit on my Smirnoff um, berry lemonade. Seltzer? Yeah. Seltzer, yeah. And we were, you? we were smart about the seltzer we got. It's zero sugars. Plus, we're healthy. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, but so no, I'm no. also drinking a hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. The Smirnoff Cranberry and Lime. Mm-hmm. I think I need to add more lime juice, though. Like probably. My own lime juice, because it kind of just tastes like... It's like they thought about lime. It's like passing. a... Okay, this one's awful. It's like a LaCroix lime. Yeah. But less bubbles. It's <laughs> like if someone walked by like a lime stand at a supermarket... Or so like or like a farmers market and yeah. didn't 
It's like they just sniffed it. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's just a sniff of lime. That's and then all it is. Sniffed a cranberry. Anyway, I'm going to derail so hard because oh, I'm sir. so tired. So I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm but not welcome. always like this. Yeah, welcome. welcome. You know. We are so happy to have you listening. And, you know. Hopefully listening. Yeah, they we probably fall. turned it off by now. They're like, oh, my God, who are these yeah. people? I will say this. This is a shout out to our boyfriends who are the, probably the only ones still listening. My sister will listen because I will force her and, to. And make sister. Shout out to you. You the real one because I'm going <laughs> to force you to listen to this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can um, listen to it if you want. You hear my voice enough. So. We want you to want to do it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but, so I'm just going to get started. Jump so, right into your story. Yeah, we're just going to jump right freaking in. So, <laughs> um, what we are doing this episode is talking, like, about the history of our hometowns or historical historical event, excuse me, that happened there. Um, so for me, it's good old ICT, uh, Mr. 316, you know, um, and my, I know my area code. yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I, I was do. like, I would hope so. I was like, package. <laughs> I meant like my old one, like oh. for phones, like my phone number isn't even an Allen. Oh, I was number. thinking of the wrong area code. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Um, I was like, yeah, what? No, you mean zip code? You were thinking zip code. All yeah, right. It's fine. Um, Downhill so fast, everyone. But so I'm going to get us started. My sources are which, visit wichita.com and Wikipedia. As oh, well yeah. As, I should you know, like the first page of Google. You know, all good. <laughs> Shout out to Google getting us through school. She right there with us. Um, so some mean. quick facts. Wichita was founded in 1864 as a trading post on the site of a village of the Wichita Indians. Um, we are also the biggest city in Kansas because Kansas City, fun fact, is mostly on the Missouri side. So it doesn't actually count as like the is, biggest city. Remember the great state of... <laughs> The what? Remember when Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl? <gasps> yes. Oh. Oh. Let's not talk, let's not bring that up. That's gonna. Get I had cheated. I know. Um, I'm sorry, but, but I had to. I love the Chiefs. So I'm sorry. Chiefs are awesome. So then, um, Wichita is also known as the air capital of the world, and all major manufacturers like for um, aerospace used to be here. My big story of the night though, is the Dockham drugstore sit-in. So I'm going to take us back in time to the year 1958. There wasn't a whole lot great going on because segregation, but. Is that the year of poodle skirts? Um, I think you're thinking early fifties. This would be going into sixties. Oh yeah. No, never mind. Like people were just starting to get into like jeans and drugs. Drugs? I was going to say drugs, but that jeans is jeans too, but okay. Um, I mean, people were probably always into drugs because Coca-Cola had cocaine in it, but y- you know. You know what? No one wants to have that conversation. <laughs> we will someday. <laughs> but I thought you said Sunday, and I was like, why are we talking about Sunday? Okay. <laughs> Tune in Sunday, ask me. I thought you were talking about just you and me, and I was like, okay, no. we'll have this conversation. I don't so um, our two main protagonists are Ron Walters and Carol Park- Parks Hahn. Um, so just to give you some context, those are our two main ones. You're going to hear a lot of side characters. They're not important. Bear with me. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. So they are important. It's 1958, and 22-year-old Ron, Ron Walters, president of the local NAACP Youth Council, organized the Wichita protest together with his 19-year-old cousin, Carol Parks Hahn, who was the treasurer of the com- council and daughter of local NAACP secretary. 
So at the time in 1958, Wichita was like a mid-sized city with more than 150,000 people at the time. And of those 150,000, 10,000 were black. Um, Wichita was also heavily segregated in the 1950s and schools were segregated up to high school and blacks were also excluded from public accommodation. So while um, Ron was at a job in downtown Wichita, he went for lunch at Woolworth's store and they would only serve bag lunches um, from one end of the counter to back to the black people. So they wouldn't even like get like actual plated food. It was just bag lunches basically. So like when you were in middle school and you went on a field trip. Yeah, the, oh. basically all the time. But they never got, you know, like any of the good food. That's BS, but yes. that's beside the point. <laughs> um, and so uh, Ron, seeking a way to protest against the practice, him and his cousin Carol met with an attorney named Frank Williams, who was the West Coast Regional Secretary of the NAACP. And Frank described a sit-in by students at a California college who ended segregation at a campus restaurant by occupying it with students reading newspapers all day long. Um, and the protest was inspired by the actions of Little Rock Nine and earlier um, in the movement, the Montgomery bus boycott. Um, and so after learning about that, Ron and Carol decided that they were going to use that model to protest. Um, and they started planning with Chester Lewis, who was a young attorney and head of the NAACP. Um, they planned, the plan that they developed targeted Dockham, a downtown store that was part of the national Rexall chain, which had a lunch counter that served only white customers. And Ron at the time described Wichita as very segregated and quote, Mississippi up North. Ooh, right in the quote. jugular. I know. I was like, I said, okay, go right for it, baby. I mean, I'm going based on kill, what, I mean. you know, I read about it. It's probably a very accurate description. So, you know, yes, he ain't wrong. Um, and then at, so the reason why they described, like they picked Dawkins was because the whites would get served at the counter, mm -hmm. but black people would only get served in disposable containers and never were, were never served with glass or dishes or like actual silverware. Like it was that. like always the lunch ladies were on their time off. No, I would hate that. Would you know, just it. constant styrofoam all day long. Styrofoam also makes it just taste wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> it just makes it taste like that little cardboard pizza that you had, which yeah, cardboard pizza hit different in elementary school. Cardboard pizza was great. On you little, went up to high school. It didn't, it got wrong. On a little side wrong. note, why did we drank like chocolate milk with lunch in high school, elementary school. Why we was drank that? it with everything. Yeah, like, it felt, why? It feels wrong now looking back at it. I yeah. think it's because they all thought we had a calcium deficiency. <laughs> okay, I don't, fair. But it was like chocolate milk. It wasn't even like regular milk. So it was like it, we had a regular. I mean, we had regular milk, but like absolutely no, no one would got it. Ever. I mean, it was like a crazy day when we got the uh, strawberry. Oh, uh, I was so happy when that happened, but they like quit that. My high school never ever got it. We got it once. Like, my did you guys act year. out that day? Yes, that's why. Oh, <laughs> they so said, like, uh, the, the strawberry yeah. has something wrong with it. It also just could have been because we, I'm from a small school. That's true. Money. Not just that. I'm just from a small school. I'm that's just gonna true. leave it at that because my friends might listen to this, and I love you all, but you know what I mean. <laughs> small town. 
<laughs> I was like, you, I, you'll end it for me. I don't sing, so that's so, all you get. <laughs> then, so they were going to use the, like, Montgomery Little Nine, Little Rock Nine. No, Wait. they were using the California protest. You'll have to edit this out. God bless you. Okay. <laughs> so, um, to prepare for the attention they would get, Walters and Parks practice the sit-in in the basement of the St. Peter Claver Catholic Church, and they would role-play what might happen. So one of them would pretend to be, like, white and call them tor- terrible, horrible names. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one would practice, like, being well-dressed and courteous and sitting and kneeling and not trying to react to them. Um, and, I mean, I just can't imagine, like, having to practice getting, like, terrible things said to you can you imagine that like just being told you're terrible while you're just trying to eat food i cry when i get yelled at so no (laughs) big mood (laughs) big mood um but the there was a lack of external support with their movement um and it was concerning after herbert wright the national naacp youth sec Youth Secretary sent a telegram to the NAACP Youth of Wichita the night before indicating that the sit-in was not like an approved NAACP tactic and they actually would not receive the legal coverage from the NAACP. Um, Which is also like BS because sit-ins were like approved in the South. They were backed by a team of lawyers and they like were approved, but somehow I guess Kansas wasn't South enough. I don't know. <laughs> you ain't it, baby. Yeah, you ain't on the list. Sorry. You mm. just didn't you just didn't make the cut. You're just not too south. You're not down the thousand. You can get in the club, but you can't go to the VIP. Ugh. I hate the way I just said that. Basically. <laughs> but so um, poor mother. <laughs> even though it did come out later that the NAACP national office was avid about the Montgomery model of direct action and it did not like the sit-in somehow didn't fit into the Montgomery model because it wasn't mm-hmm. direct enough. Okay. Um, so in an effort to get more support, um, Lewis tried to get the backing of the adults and the ACP chapter, but they did not want to get involved besides like helping them practice and then taking them to and from the protest. So the most that they said that they would do would be like help them practice, but they wouldn't be there outright. Which, like, that's some, that's BS to me. Like, how are you not going to support these kids fighting for change? Because they do not care. That's true. They're mean. Yeah. They're like those people that it's, like, on, the, on like, sports teams. Like, yeah, yeah, I totally want to be here. And then they're, like, nap. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, like, when they join a basketball team and then transfer in the first season. Yep. Yep. Like, it was just kind of that energy where, like, oh, okay, you just really don't care. Fair. You'll be here for the practice, but it, when it comes exactly. to game time, you and no Exactly. Show. When it's, you know, actual time to put on the war paint, someone's gone. Um, so then, so that's that's all the backstory. Now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes part. Yeah. So starting on July 19th, 1958, 10 well-dressed and polite students entered Dockham one by one until all seats at the lunch counter were taken and asked to place, and they asked um, the waitress and wait staff to place orders. Among uh, the participants were Parks Hahn, uh, Ron Walters, 
um, Daisy Blue, Joanne Smith, Arlene Harris, Carol Jean Wells, Janice Nelson, Duane Nelson, Robert Newby, Prentice Lewis, Galen Vasey, and Gerald Walters. And Carol first, um, she was the first one to enter, and so she was also the first one to order a Coca-Cola from a waitress who served it to her, but then pulled it back when she realized that the store policy was not to serve colored people, but she already did. You know, like, she already served her. That would be like, you're in the McDonald's drive-thru, and they hand you your drink, and they're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, it's fine now. Like, mm. Yeah, so then um, the students told the waitress that they intended to stay until they could be served like everyone else. Um, after a few hours, the waitress closed the Blacks-only water fountain and left leaving the own leaving the whites only water fountain open so like they left him with no water probably no access to like a restroom or anything either because public accommodation wasn't a thing and they just had to sit there and i, I just was like oh the disrespect damn. i can't I, yeah i no. can't so then um Showing up a few days later, the students sat an hour without service until a waitress made a phone call, after which a white man appeared, and the man asked the students, you know, what they wanted and what they were doing there, and the students, again, repeated, like, we want to be served, like, actual freaking human beings, and instead of responding to anything, he just went back into his office, just, you know, left. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> Just wrong. Just, you know, nothing fair. Yeah. Um, so then by the second week, the students felt as though they were going to be successful as they sat, sat at the lunch counter for long periods of time without service, which meant that the store was losing money. So since they kept sitting there, people couldn't go in, like white people couldn't go in and just order there. So they were losing money. And when students did not feel like fill the stools, so when like it wasn't all full, a white person would walk in, look at the students, stare at the empty stool, and then they would realize what they were doing and back away. So that meant that most white people were participating in boycott. They did, however, receive like a lot of backlash and they had people like try to pour stuff on them and, you know, terrible things were said to them, but they're is um some cases where the white like a white person would come in recognize what they're doing and walk away so power to those people for recognizing you know the cause um so <laughs> it's okay we all lose our spots right. notes right. are hard to read they're very hard so then at this point, once, like, they would back away and more people weren't going into Dockham to purchase food, locals heard of the sit-in and the store was starting to fill with curious people as well as shoppers, like, just trying to buy things. And along with the shoppers, the hostel people came, like I mentioned, um, and Ron Walters recalls a group of 15 to 20, like, big, tough white men. They gathered at the store and like he started to become worried because, you know, they're just students and there were two women sitting at the counter and then there's this group of big, burly 15 to 20 white men. No, thank um, you. And so while they were at the counter, one of the students called the police and they were arrived 15 minutes later, scanned the store only to say that there was no disturbance being made. So despite the fact that there was like an obvious threat, the police were like, mm, no, you're good. So, you know, that, that's fine. The disrespect. But it was 
really funny though because then the manager you know the man who came out and just like didn't say anything after they said like we want to be served he begged the police to take action because he was fearful that his store was going to be destroyed um and the police shared that they wanted to keep their hands off like they're like uh-uh we're our hands are tied we're not gonna mess with it i was like great cute um, but despite the hostility and taunting the students received, it started to become a popular movement among the youth, and it gained support from students at Wichita State University. Hey! So, go Shocks. For three weeks, so there was for two weeks that they were doing this, and then for another three, the well-dressed students in ages from 15 to 22 years old sat politely and quietly all day at the counters, and they endured taunts and threats. Um, and the local daily newspapers, the Eagle and the Beacon, didn't publish anything about it. They didn't, like, say, mention a thing about the sit-in. Um, they wanted to avoid giving it publicity. However... They had one job. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you're the journalist. You're supposed to talk about what's going on, but, you know, it's fine. I swear, if they found something, like, weird to talk about, like... They probably did. I didn't check to see believe, what they were posting like, at the who time. Knows? I should check that. But Please do. The like local um, black-owned newspapers, the Enlightener and the Midwest News Press, reported on the sit-in. So that was the only coverage they got um, out of everything. So I I couldn't find if there was like an actual like national coverage, but because the Eagle and Beacon didn't pick it up, I don't think it went national. Um, besides, like with like the NAACP hearing about it. It probably wasn't until later yeah. that it went, like... Yeah. So then, after three weeks on August 11th, the manager came in and said, Serve him. I'm losing too much money. Um, and that's the exact quote. The manager then called the vice president of the Dockham drugstore chain to confirm the new policy of integration. It was confirmed, and he instructed all of his stores to provide service to all people and all races. The students Hell received yeah. recognition and acclaim from their community, and... Um, Wright even visited Wichita and lauded the accomplishments of the students even after he declared that they did not have his or the NAACP support. So the head president came down and was like, you guys did great. It went, my bad for not, like... My bad for not having any help with the situation going on. Um, And after the success, the students continued to target other drugstore lunch counters. However, the sit-ins were much shorter as the stores recognized the financial damage the students' protests had caused. <laughs> they were probably like, we saw what you did, we mm-hmm. bowed, we tap out. They said, uh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm guys, good. You're good. You, you yep. win. Yep. You win. You win. Yep. Um, ultimately, all the Dockham locations in Kansas were desegregated. And in 1998, a 20-foot-long bronze sculpture was created at a cost of about $3 million dollars to mark the site of the successful sit-in with a lunch counter and patrons depicting the protest. So if you go to downtown Wichita, um, if you go kind of close to, like, the food truck plaza, if you walk on down to, like, the fun water fountain downtown, you can see the sit-in. So there's, like, a bunch of people Uh, at a counter. Yeah. Um, So if you ever, if you guys, like, or listening, if you ever want to check it out, that is the actual depiction of the sit-in in progress. And if you ever visit the Wichita History the History Museum, you can actually see the original counter and sit at it. So I got to see it, and it's so cool. At this museum, can you take pictures? I think so, without we flash. I think go. so, without we flash. We should go. Yes. And it's a date. It's a date. Yes, it's oh a God. date. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and then in 2008, so pretty recent, the NAACP officially recognized Wichita as the site of the first 
sit-in by African-Americans at an all-white lunch counter in August. So we are... Yeah. I feel pretty proud to say that, like, as Wichita, we were the first sit-in. It's sad that, you know, we need to have a sit-in, but I'm proud to say that, like, we were change Made makers. Made a change, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a little bit about good old I Wichita. didn't know that they had a statue made. Yeah. I mean, I've seen all the statues mm-hmm. in downtown. I just, it was like, never knew what they meant. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I knew what one now of them Now you meant. all know. I knew what one of them meant. <laughs> good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> was it the Carrier Nation? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I am proud to say that I only know a little bit. I love that for you. All right. So... Your turn. My turn. That was a whole lot more than I have. Yes, I'm so sorry if that <laughs> no. was No. No. I just, I'm I from a small town that has four blocks, so there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot about my little town. But. You have a good amount. I have a good amount. And, like, you've been to my town. You've seen it. It's, it's very precious. Yeah, it's, it's so precious. So tiny. The cutest little post office, which we'll learn more about today. Yes, I will. can't wait. Yes, she loves this post office. So cute. Hear that, Alan? She loves the post office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I actually got all of my information on the Northline County Museum Society website. Ooh. It talks all about the history of Allen from when it was founded to up until the most recent activity. Mm-hmm. So... We're just going to jump right in and learn about my hometown. Yeehaw. Yes. <laughs> Very much yes. So, in 1885, that's how far back we're going, everybody. So, buckle up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Buckles up. Yes. Uh, so, one of the first Kansas Territory post offices was built in the area where Charles Whittington mm. established his trading post. It's at... 142 Mile Creek Crossing on the Santa Fe Trail. So, yeah, we all know where that's at, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's just right down the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he named the post office after his friend Alan McGee. Oh. I just, I love that Friendship name. goals. Are you going to name a town after me? Always. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I just love his name so Thompson much. Town. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, and so the surrounding community of the post office just sort of adapted the name Allen, since, you know, the post office is named Allen. That's like mm-hmm. an easy transition. Mm-hmm. So a year later, the population uh, wanted their own railway station because they had livestock and mm-hmm. goods and all this they other stuff. They had things stuff. to sell, baby. Yes, <laughs> that they just wanted to, like, ship themselves and not have to, like, travel to ship it. Mm-hmm. So the railroad agreed. Love but that. it had to be on the route that they had, like, predetermined. Oh, okay. So, Alan moved three miles southwest. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, three whole miles. And the we old... Love a travel, we love a well-cultured, traveled queen. And are you ready for what they named the old site on the Santa Fe Trail? Oh, I can't wait. It became known as Old Alan. <laughs> What's that? Old Alan. They're so creative, my ancestors. Mm-hmm. Colonists? I don't know. Colonists? Did you <laughs> I, just say colonists? I, I did, and I regret we it. We love that. We love that. So, we're going to hop forward another, like, year. Mm-hmm. And it's now um, <coughs> April 1887. Ooh. So, in Old Allen, they still have that little post office. Mm-hmm. Instead of building a new one. Yeah. 
They Major. just moved the original post office from Old Allen to New Allen. Oh my so god. So they traveled. They moved a whole ass building. They moved a whole <laughs> ass building. I said, uh, I know something better than rebuilding. <laughs> yes, which. <laughs> I mean, props to them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They also, instead of, you know, using the wood to build the building, they build wooden sidewalks. Interesting. Yeah, so like. Instead so of having like the, a platform, like raised sidewalk. Yeah. Ooh. Instead of having like normal dirt, and, mm-hmm. like most people didn't care. They put wood down, so you. Oh, they fancy. They, they didn't want their shoes dirty. They fancy. Yes, and a month later, on May thirtieth, mm. there was the first boy to be born in Allen. First boy to be born. Yeah. Aww. They named him Aww. Allen. They, his first name was Alan, his last name was Rayburn, so his name was Alan Rayburn. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me his name was Alan Allen. I was like, not Moon Moon. <laughs> no. They're crazy, but they're not that crazy. Oh, um, so, the main street in Allen mm-hmm. had, it says hotels, there was only one building, but I'll get to that in a minute of why it's multiple. We love to hear it. Yeah, they also had blacksmith shops, hardware mm-hmm. stores, general merchantile like clothing, uh-huh. um, harness and grocers, mm-hmm. dry goods. They had a barber. They had a mortician and furniture and a butcher shop. Oh, cheese. it was cosmopolitan. Yeah, they had bakeries, like creamies, a blacksmith, oh, animal damn. feed and flour. They had everything. They, they had, had a broom, all. a broom factory. Oh. Don't ask me what building it's in in my town because I have no idea. Hi, diggity <laughs> dog. Okay. Yeah. And so they had a good mm-hmm. thing going on on Main mm-hmm. Street. Yeah. Um, another thing they had on Main Street was a place called Palace Drugstore. Oh. It was owned by the first physician surgeon. He came mm-hmm. also in 1887. His name was Dr. E.H. Shellick. Known as Doc Edwards. What a man. And Catherine is laughing because she got to hear this story when she came to my house and saw my town. Mm -hmm. Doc Edwards actually used to live in the house (laughs) my parents are currently living in. Yeah. And you can tell. (laughs) Yeah, some of the ways it's just set up, it's like, yeah, this was a doctor's office. So my house is a little haunted. We'll get to that later. We'll get to the haunting later. That's just a little sneak peek. Mm A little tidbit. But, so his old drugstore was standing until about, I want to say, like, four or five years ago. Oh, wow. It was on the corner as you come into town. I'm sorry. But it caught on fire. Oh. And burned down to the ground. Oh, that's upsetting. Yeah. He he doesn't know, but poor He doesn't know. Yeah, he's long gone. He doesn't know. But, yeah, it was a sad day. It was a really pretty building. I hope not. So, there are a bunch of original buildings, like, that are still standing. Mm -hmm. Um... The second Allen Hotel is still standing. Oh, oh It is yes. currently a house yes. right now. Yes. Because yes. um, the first one burned down. We love a second fire. <laughs> You'll see a <laughs> theme here. maybe it's the first. I don't, we don't know which one it was. Yes. Um, the old Allen School building, yes. um, they have a attachment on it that is like the gym and okay. the theater. That is still used to this day. Wow. Yeah, like, my mom plays pickleball there. Sorry, mom. Oh! <laughs> like, I had so I had my kindergarten graduation there. We love It's used tiny for, Meg. like, yeah, oh, tiny bag. <laughs> it's used for uh, the fish, annual fish fry, like, the Ooh. men's breakfast. Like, it's used all the time. But you can't get into the main actual school building because it is closed. I'm sure there's, like, a lead and asbestos out the wazoo there. It's made out of limestone, actually, so probably, yeah, I would not be surprised. <laughs> well, I mean, good base, good base. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
the church, mm-hmm. the Methodist church that mm-hmm. is there the is one and only. <laughs> they used to have two actually, oh. but the one that is still standing is still being used today. Like I go to church services. So and, that was built back then. Yeah, and it's still there. The only, Hot diggity dog. The only thing that's different is it used to have a bell tower, mm, but mm-hmm. we took it down. We still have the bell in front of the church, though, so, like, you can see I it. mean, you know, wait. And it was, like, yeah. pretty sure it was dry yeah, rotting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a safety thing, so we took it down. And the original post office is there, too. My little baby post office. She loves this post office. It is so <laughs> tiny. It's like, you know when something's tiny and it's so cute that you just want to, like, like, you have the innate feeling to crush it. Like, I, I forget what, psych, like, psychological term that is. I don't know. But that's how I feel about this post office. It is so small and precious. I just want to squish it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to the old schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1909, it was a wooden frame schoolhouse to begin with. Like, a mm-hmm. wood building. Um, they sold it and moved it. And oh. they're like, you know what? We're going to get a new two-story limestone with a basement, Ooh. and it was called the Allen Rule High School, and it was officially, like, organized in 1912. They had classes that were held in the same building with mm-hmm. the grade school until about 1948. That's when that addition was added to the side, like, the Holy gym. Holy cannolis, yeah. Yeah, so that little side thing has been there since 1948, and it's still in use. That's I, yeah. Okay. But unfortunately, the school closed in 1970, and that is about the time my high school was built. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Uh So, yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now to the fun part. This town, I've mentioned two fires already, right? Mm -hmm. There's an arsonist problem. No, it wasn't an arsonist problem. I just think it was a poor design problem. Oh. (laughs) So between the years... There's a cancel problem, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, between the years of... 1897 mm-hmm. and 1963 they had several destructive fires holy okay so okay. The, fir- the first one was in 19 ni- ni- 1897 i'm sorry yes. i can't talk english is hard yeah lightning struck a barn on main street <laughs> okay okay yeah okay mother nature we see you yeah the second one was in 1907 and the fire started in the lot of a liver stable. So it's basically oh. just like a place, it's a stable. Yeah, yeah. Um, on Main Street, and it spread to the house next door, mm. the first hotel. <gasps> Not the hotel. The Skaggs Hardware and Allen Opera House. Oh, say it so. And storage Wait, opera buildings. House? Yeah. Wow. And three other houses. <laughs> How did no one... I guess there wasn't a fire department. Well, no, there should have been a fire department. Well, probably not. There probably wasn't a fire there department. There were some buckets. I don't know why I'm there some buckets. <laughs> why weren't the buckets doing their job? Because <laughs> no one knew how to use the buckets. Anyway. <laughs> so the next one was in 1918. A garage, the blacksmith, several cars, and oh. it damaged the new hotel. No. <laughs> yeah. That hotel has no luck. <laughs> I think there was a total of like four that were built. One was across the street from where it is now and yeah. they're just like I don't want it here so they moved it so they counted that <laughs> <Me. the> <laughs> then one burned down the other one got damaged so now the one that is standing is like the fourth hotel oh my god yeah you'll love this one are you ready mm-hmm. August 1923 the fourth fire in a month so the- what <laughs> the absolute hell is going on in Allen freaking Kansas are you, re- are you ready it started in the Crystal Theater and destroyed the hardware store again. 
But the, how did it get started? I don't, it didn't give me any information. I pray it's another lightning strike. Like, I hope <laughs> right? the fourth one of the month is like the fourth lightning strike. Right? For so, town. so if we're counting right now, that's like eight fires already. And I'm not done. Y'all have issues. <laughs> right? Okay, continue. continue. Okay, so the, in 1943, Edmund's general store burned and when, like, people went out to, like, in the morning to look at it, they, you could just see, like, the buckets that were, like, just thrown everywhere from trying what to, What do you like, mean when people, like, woke up in the morning? How do you go back to sleep at that point? <laughs> like, okay, so some people weren't close enough to Main Street to, like, tell. Oh. Also, I don't think they had a fire system, obviously. Yeah. I just, I guess it's just, yeah. just weird to me that a town that's, like, four blocks wide would not know that a building was on fire. Yeah. It feels wrong. But, you but know. if it was in the, if they didn't tell me if this was like in the middle of the day or okay, middle of the you're night. Right. So if it was in the middle of the night, I would have slept through it. You go, not my problem. Not my Next. problem. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Yes. January of 1963, a fire took out a whole block of businesses on Main Street. Just took them all out. There had to have been a fire department at this point. 19, no, 1965, the Volunteer Fire Stop. Department converted a used truck and water tanks into a fire truck. Oh. So they didn't have, like... They, they didn't have a day's thing. They had nothing. No, they had, a, they had buckets. <laughs> they had buckets. How many buckets? <laughs> Not enough. I, I hope at least seven. <laughs> I hope they I, had at least seven buckets <laughs> then if they're going to be going with the bucket system. Okay, but at least... It only took them, what, like, nine fire, ten fires to figure out, hey, we need a better system. I feel like this has to be, like, fire 15 at this point. There was four in one month. True. And those were just the destructive ones. This isn't, like, the ones that... (laughs) We... Y'all have a problem. (laughs) I mean, we did have another fire, I want to say, in, like, 20... I don't even know how old I was. You know what? I think the reason why you guys have so many fires is because your sidewalks are made out of wood. Not anymore. I feel now. like I feel like that's what caused it though. Okay, Something but tells me. I will say the fire that burned down like Doc Edwards like palace yeah. drugstore mm-hmm. when I was alive. Let me let me phrase this. I was alive. I witnessed this. Well, not really. I was out of town. Oh, my, an eyewitness. <laughs> no, I was out of town, but my dad like was sending me pictures. Oh, and it like okay. So where his place was, mm-hmm. there is an empty lot. My neighbor's house and yeah. my house. Yeah. So it was like it was right there. Close. Yeah. We, yeah. My dad was like spraying our roof with water. Oh dang! But so what happened was the grain elevator caught on fire. <laughs> and yeah, was that but, next to his store, or was that part? of It was store? across the street next to oh. the hotel. Oh, cute. And so like the grain elevator caught on fire, and it was really windy, and so <gasps> the sparks. The, yeah, and it landed on a tar roof, and so oh. it just went up in flames, and like it. My friend has pictures on Facebook. I'll oh show you. Yes, please. Oh but, yeah, so this town apparently loved fires, and, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Burning season. Like, everyone yeah. loves it. But I just, I thought, I'm like, how do you have this many fires? And you would think they would learn. You would think. <laughs> you would hope. But they didn't. No. But, so, back to being living in Doc Edwards' house. <laughs> Catherine got to hear this lovely story because my sister, I'm throwing you under the bus, I love you, but I'm doing it, decided to tell Catherine and her boyfriend that my house is haunted. Which I mean, we is. could feel the juju. Like, there was some, yeah. there was something. I, I'm not going to explain how the person died just because 
It's personal. I, I'm chill with the ghost. Um, the ghost is a nice. She bean. likes to do dishes, but we'll yeah, get to she's that. a helpful, nice bean. Yeah, but we'll she, say it's a female. She, it is a female, yes. And she was related to Doc Edwards. No, she was his she husband. Or, he was her. She husband. was her, his husband. Yeah. No, that was his sleep, second wife. Sleep deprivation. Thank you. It was yeah. his second wife, but she had some stuff going on, and like I said, he was a doctor. Like he had meds in the house. Like. She saw where he kept them. Like, the, our spice cabinet is his old medicine cabinet. Yeah. And, and that's I, the coolest thing, actually, right? to see. Yeah. And, and you can see, like, where his office would have been kept, and, like, it's really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. The layout didn't change at all. Like, no. It's been absolutely great. Not. But so, this lady passed away. I will tell you where in my house. It was in my basement. So, like, you walk down the basement. Just bad energy. <laughs> you, like, bad like energy. my entire upper house, you're like, oh, it's so cute, so nice. And then you take one step in the basement, and you're like, oh, no. Like, something went down. Yeah. Down here. But this ghost loves to do the dishes. She'll, like, mm-hmm. nudge you out of the way. I had, the very first night we were in this house, I was, like, 13. I mm-hmm. was, like... I'm a you're moody, too cool for I'm those. a moody teenager. I don't care. You go, you can't scare and me. I had like barely unpacked and I had this like really fragile um it was a carousel but it was like a music box. What am I thinking of? Oh, the it's like a music box? Yeah, but you like twist the whole thing and it like plays music. It's really cool. Like an like an Anastasia? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Kinda. Okay. Um and so it's like I want to say like two o'clock in the morning, and this thing. An hour. <gasps> no, it's three o'clock in the morning. I thought it was switching. I thought two o'clock was switching hour. Eh, we'll say two three, whatever. But anywhere from midnight to three a.m. <laughs> basically, and so it is like so loud. The music is playing so loud, and of course, my thirteen-year-old self is like, "Who's waking me up with their alarm?" And like my little sister just runs in the room. And she goes, "You need to shut it off," and she's like freaking out, and like she looks over on my shelf that it's on, and she's like freaking out, and I was like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine." I'm playing it cool. I really, I really, I'm gonna be honest. Was not terrified. I just was mad. I got woken up. At this point, I was like, like any thirteen year old. Yeah, and so I just like screamed, like, okay, it needs to stop. And like the music completely stopped, but it's still spinning in a circle. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm going back to bed. You go. I'm not gonna question that one. <laughs> yeah, you, I just I went back to bed. You get that one. For the first like week, she really enjoyed locking us out of the house. Like we would have our keys in the lock and turn it, and we'd feel the lock and go to open it, and the door was locked again. So we had to, like, break in through windows. That's it was insane. It's insane. We're cool with her now. She's real chill. Super sweet. Yeah. Lady. She likes to go hang out with my neighbor's ghost. Like, my town, I'm going to be honest, my town is haunted. Like It's pretty haunted. It's four blocks. Like, how could There's it not, not be haunted? There's not a stoplight. So, like. There is no stoplight. Like, life hasn't really changed for the Sorry ghost that I'm pinpointing where we live, Mom, but. I mean, like, in the whole town, there's not a stoplight. No, there's not, but, like, I literally pinpointed my house. I realized when I said the building burned down. My bad, Mom. I love you. I mean... But, yeah, my town is just (laughs) so freaking tiny, dude. And you only saw one road. Well, two roads, technically. She didn't know there was a church. She didn't know there was an old school. I think, honestly, now I think Alan's bigger than what I originally... It's literally four blocks, like one, two... It like actually, it's... to me. Yeah, it's Is four... Is it five? Th- oh, <laughs> I was oh. excited for you. No, it's it's a four by four. Oh, I love that for y'all. I will say four. the drive to her house, it was really funny because we went through <laughs> this t- town called, like, Cottonwood. Yep, Cottonwood Falls. Falls. 
and literally not even a mile later there's another town called strong city and i was like oh okay there was a family dispute here like 75 years ago that caused this yeah but she didn't they don't believe me when i'm like every town is like 20 minutes away from each other she's right and i'm a i'm a witness now <laughs> she's, I a, she's a witness now everything is so far away but so far away you need so close that's what I meant. I'm tired, okay? I mean, I would say it's so far away here for Wichita. Yeah. But even then, it's not that far away because, you know, like... It's just really... All you see are fields. Yeah. And cows and corn. That's it. That's all there is in my... Like, cows and corn. Cows and corn. Cows and corn. I, <laughs> I didn't get the chance to take her to my high school, which is literally in the middle Someday. of like, cow fields. So... Oh, what a lovely smell in the morning. There's a feedlot two miles north of my high school. It was Frick. lovely. Ooh. Yeah. You love the smell of money in the morning. Uh, On sure. that note, if any of y'all have no experience, like Midwest or anything like that, whenever you smell manure that it like, smells like it's pungent, that means it smells like money because usually that cattle is like really expensive. Yeah, it's like... That means they're, like, very healthy. And, and well-fed. Well-fed. That means they're big and fat and will produce a lot of meat. Or milk. Or milk. If yeah, if it's a dairy. dairy. Ours was just a feedlot for, mm. unfortunately, slaughter. But <laughs> my my town has, like, a population of, I think, last time I looked it up, was, like, 174. Wasn't the biggest population, like, 211 or something? 281! <laughs> and that was when the town was first founded. 281? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. And now... The first founded was... Yeah. 281. Yeah. My what town, a big city. <laughs> see, my thing is, all the surrounding towns are tiny like that. That's so, true. Like, I will say, we have a town... I feel like if you group them all together, it'd be... Like, it'd be probably around the same size as, like, Goddard, maybe. Probably. But we do have a town about 15 minutes away that is now labeled a ghost town. Like, on an official ghost <gasps> really? town website. Yeah. Oh, um, we have to visit Okay, there's nothing there, but okay. <laughs> that's the whole point. <laughs> it's like four houses and another thing, but it, on the website I saw it was like 1984 is when it was like disassembled as a <gasps> town, but like we all still know it's a town. People yeah. still get mail delivered there. Like That's just, so wild. There's just like no buildings besides like four or five houses. I I don't know why I'm always so fancy fascinating with small towns but that's just like a thing it's because me. a lot of our stuff is old <laughs> that's literally yeah it. that and that makes sense considering our podcast so you know. yeah i mean <laughs> we did say we were 35 and i had a we like history it's, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah we were explaining this to somebody and we're like yeah history normal things and we're like wait a minute you go hey maybe <laughs> yeah but thank you for joining me on yeah. my very short journey of the history oh. of my Town. No, that was an awesome wild ride. I filled know. With twists and turns. You weren't ready for any of it. I wasn't no. honestly ready for any of it either. I was like, oh, no, that destructive was... fires. Okay, and I'm like, oh, there's like twelve. In and we just moved to post office. Like it's fine. <laughs> you guys are wild. I love it. We tried. Well, we tried. thank you guys for listening to our first episode. We hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Um, we definitely in... had a journey getting yeah. here. We did a lot to get here, it's fine. <laughs> but tune in uh, to our next episode. We're going to be talking about, like, history of college, college stuff. 
We have a lot of fun topics coming yeah. your way. She's doing, like, the history of, like, weird random stuff, and mine is just whatever random weird name I could find, I threw it in there, and I was like, yes. Basically, it's weird random college things. Yeah. So, you know, it's an undeclared major, basically. That's what that's what we need to title that episode. Undeclared major. <laughs> undeclared major. <laughs> but, right. yeah, we'll see y'all again soon. Thank uh, you. Thank Bye. you. Bye.